0: What's going on, everybody? This is Molten's Mind & Body. I'm your host, Jeff Moulton. I'd like to welcome you back to the podcast. And if you're new, I appreciate you tuning in. So I haven't been on in a little while, so it's been a, a very crazy few months. Um, it's been, probably been about a month since I've actually recorded a podcast. But that being said, we're back. Uh, We got a lot of big things coming, whether it's my coaching service, which will be relaunching this weekend, um, committing kind of full-time to that, also getting these podcasts back going, bringing a bunch of guests on, and trying to just put out a lot more content for you guys, bring people on this podcast that I think um, have a great story, can inspire you guys a little bit, to push yourself a little bit farther, Um, and then I thought this would be a perfect way to come back, is I have a friend of mine, um, which I'll be bringing on today, which I'll introduce to you shortly, uh, someone that I've known probably almost seven or eight years now and kind of way back to to back when I was 20, 21 years old. And uh, I think, you know, he's over the last past, you know, few years and, and handful of years taken a lot of big steps in direction and helped kind of him improve his own life. He's kind of been doing his own little entrepreneur adventure. And um, and then, you know, I'll let him tell more about the story, but I think, you know, he's someone that a lot of people can look up to and step out of their comfort zone and try to do something maybe they have wanted to do for a long time. So with that being said, I'd like to welcome my good friend, Andreas Ramirez to the podcast. Hey, what's up, Jeff? Thank you for having me. No, no problem, man. So um, I know this was kind of last minute. We kind of put this together, but I thought it would be perfect with me coming back um with these podcasts coming forward I thought you'd be a good guest because um with me anyway I have a lot of things on my life coming and I feel like I could relate to you more than ever over the last uh, couple months because of the steps you've taken with your with the funk box studio um you know with your dancing and kind of stepping onto your own you know craft trying to do your own thing which is what I'm trying to do now so and I think a lot of people would like to do it at some point so I guess the first question I have um, is kind of, you know, let's let them people know about you a little bit better. Is What what got you into dance in general? What, what led to, you know, eventually moving you of wanting to do your own studio?
1: Yeah. So um, actually, as a, as a child, I wasn't much of a dancer. And um, I kind of just started watching TV, like the dance shows, uh, America's Best Dance Crew. And sure. So you think you can dance and stuff like that and I saw breaking break dancing on it and thought it was like one of the sickest things I've ever seen and I just wanted to do it and I've always been like an ambitious person and uh, really just started seeing trying to do the things that I saw on TV and that's really actually how I got into dancing gotcha
0: yeah so so with that is what, what was the next step because obviously like for me, personally, like, I look at it, like, I watch World of Dance now. Yeah. So You Think Your Dance just came back on. Like, those are, I love the World of Dance, so I, I'm really up to that. But I've always wanted to do it, but the step of actually, like, trying to do the moves, trying to do the stuff, like, for me, like, I was, like, tried it. I was, like, yeah, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. So, like, what was, like... What motivated you, I guess, or what what kept you going? Because I know for me, like I always wanted to try to break dance, yeah. but then it was like quickly I was like, "This is really really hard." Is there is there anything that like made you keep pushing through, or is it just more of you loved you loved you know the challenge of it?
1: So um, yeah, it was actually very 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 hard. I was not flexible. I was not strong when I first started at all whatsoever, and um, I actually just. I just kept doing it. And, yeah. and I had some friends that were into it. And me and all of my friends, it was kind of like a game. You know, we just would go to quote-unquote practice and just throw ourselves around and kind of just mess with things that we would see, like I said, on YouTube or on, on TV. And playing around like that actually got us some moves where we were like, oh, this is kind of sick. And then after getting all these moves... We we it, it, I some of them fell off because like I said it's very tough very hard you get injured pretty quick with a lot of the stuff, but I like I said I'm I'm very ambitious and it's kind of like working out when you reach one goal you're like okay I'm ready for the next goal right so it was like that I got I got these moves and all I wanted to do was just keep improving myself. Yeah.
0: So with a, did you have a good support group or was it because you had you said you had some friends that were like into it. for me personally like from working out training you know whatever my venture was i can relate to the training side a lot where it's like you know when I first started everyone was like well, let's work out and then you know yeah. months go by people fade away people yeah. do that so you lose for me I lost a lot of that and then it became you know just what I wanted yeah. and then that's where you kind of figure out how bad you want something yeah. was it similar to you like that or do you have a group of people or support system that was kind of with you throughout the whole process no
1: it was actually very similar to that uh, we we all started and like I said, you start getting injured with certain moves that was certain moves that you start trying to practice, trying to do, you get injured, and uh, yeah, all my friends kind of just start dropping. Like they don't want to do this, they don't want to do this. Nobody would show up to quote unquote practices, but just me. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was there wasn't much support after that. This was maybe like this was actually maybe a year in to be honest. And, and how old were you? Uh, I was. 19 turning 20, so I was 20, Um and the, there wasn't much support from really anybody else, so once all my friends fell off, to be honest, my parents didn't really support it either, so it was like no support whatsoever, it was just me with my ambition and like my mindset really and
0: at that point at 20 did you know you wanted to like try to make you know a career as this or a side hustle as this or was this something that you wanted to do for yourself or or was this kind of just for you always like you know did, I guess the biggest thing is just did you know you wanted to do this on your own and teach other kids or initially was it just you know something that you liked yeah. and if and if that's so when, when did that transition like you know what I enjoy this let's make a little career out of this business out of this and help other
1: people so actually uh i never knew i never knew or thought about making it like a business or making it what it is right now sure um when i was young and i i would I, i like i said i started first watching um on tv you know people breaking on tv people breaking on youtube and and that was, like, my big thing. I wanted to be on TV. I sure. wanted to be on the movie. I wanted to be on, on all of this stuff. So I kind of just kept pushing myself, trying to make it so that I was good enough to be in movies and stuff like that. And uh, that was c- kind of, like, my ambition. But... um I lost where I was going with No, that. it's
0: fine. Yeah. So, like with that saying, with your advan- being in your ambition, obviously you can tell you've loved it because it's been one of those things where like I met you, you were like, you know, we go to the club, we go to like, yeah. the bar. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, let's go to the floor. Let's do this. I would do this random ass dance. Like, and then you'd be like, all right, let's go break on the floor and do this. And like the best thing that I respected is like, you gave no fucks like like you were just like i'm gonna do my thing fuck everybody like yeah. and then just like have a good time doing it which like you it's hard to do that because you know half the people that do what you do or like even to me in the fitness industry it's kind of like you know they're gonna think like oh look at this guy you want i'm trying to get attention look at him trying to do this when it's like you honestly just love doing it yeah you know and it's like obviously you like the attention yeah. but like you're not doing it for the attention exactly you know what I mean um, and then so now you got to a point where you you know so you've been dancing how old are you 20 I'm 28 now 28 right? so you've been dancing now from like eight nine years, years nine years yeah, yeah. yeah when did you open this because like I said earlier so the funk the funk box studio and like right now we're in it right now and you can see the logo <laughs> chilling in the back yeah um, is like when did you officially open that and like um like can you tell me the process of like what it took to finally just I'm gonna rent a place out I'm gonna yeah. do it and like kind of like the roller coaster of emotion that can kind of be yeah for me like that would be you know it's a hard to make that move with that sports system that's kind of like and eh, what are you doing
1: yeah so I actually opened the funk box dance studio on 2014 we've been open for five years I, I did close for a year but we'll get into that in a little bit um do you need to be louder no you're good okay <laughs> bro yeah no, uh, you can hear it yeah so yeah no I opened out uh, 2014 and it was it was tough you know like um, throwing making something out of for me breakdancing breaking was, was hard because okay there there's nothing like it here right so what are the odds that are that okay, my, my business is gonna do well in a few years? Right. How am I gonna be able to sustain myself if I've never actually even owned a business or back then had any idea about about any any kind of business, right?
0: Right.
1: So um I kinda just like I learned you I like I learned on YouTube break like I learned breakdancing on YouTube, I kinda looked stuff on YouTube, you know, like yeah. hey, how how can I how can I start a business? What steps do i need to do in, in order to do this and um i learned a lot i took as much as i could uh, information as far as marketing and the business point point. and um look you know it saved some money and started the first space uh, which was on north street yep um and it was for a lot of people scary you know my whole family was scared. They're all like, "What are you doing? You're not even going to you dropped out of college. I dropped out of college for this." Right. They're like, "You dropped out of college? Like, what are you doing?" And in my in my head this whole time was, "I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm going to do, and I want to do this." You know? So I I kind of already had a plan. Right. You know like for you, you know, when you go to the gym, You already have your plan for the week. Sure. You already know what you're going to do for the week, right? That was kind of my plan. My plan was I know that I'm going to get my my space ready. I'm going to make some flyers. I'm going to make a uh, Facebook page. And I'm going to market it as as much as I can the the way that I know right now. And um, my biggest thing was if I quote-unquote fail... I didn't really fail because I, I opened I opened the doors. And if I close in six months, I know why I closed. Right. I know what I need to fix next time so that I can reopen again and not fail. Right. So I never really, I kind of took that big step without being afraid of failure. Um, the big step that I took, I kind of just wanted to, I knew that if if I closed doors, I learned something out of it so to me failure was never in mind to me failure was never like it never scared me or sure. put pu- pushed me away from doing something that i wanted to do which is i'd say most people's you know issue yeah. with
0: everything because even now you know with me it's like you know i uh, i turned down like a forty thousand dollar a year job you know, that would have covered almost all my expenses. I would have to do a few things on the side yeah. and you know, I'm engaged trying to plan a wedding, do all this stuff yeah. and having the conversation with Bree, which she's been supportive with, but it's, um, it scares the crap out of her. And I'm like, Hey, I'm going to work side jobs. I'm going to side hustle. I'm going to do lawns. I'm going to do all this while trying to promote my, uh, my business and, and do my online coaching and stuff. Yeah. So I can completely relate that. It's like, you know, but it's one of those, all these jobs that I'm looking at are just going to be there. So it's like, you know, the degree part is hard because, you know, to, you know, especially, I don't know how your parents or what their mindset is and what kind of mentality they have with school and all that. (laughs) But uh, the majority of people, like, you're like, you got to have your degree, you got to do this, you got to do that. And, and that's like, I think the biggest problem, especially, you know, depending what you need to give up, like right now, you know, it's all about like, can you live a minimalist lifestyle and what do you have what can you lose? And like, I feel like most people in their twenties really don't have a lot to lose. Yeah. And you can always probably get a job that you'd almost get at another point, Exactly. you know, so it, it but it's scary, like you said, to go all in. Um, yeah. so what are some ups and downs that you've seen since you started the studio, whether it's, you know, whether it's getting people in, um, the outside struggles of people trying to doubt you the ups mm-hmm. and downs financially, what, what are the most the difficult, some of the highs and some of the lows that you've seen over the last like
1: five years, yeah, having the studio. So, um, the biggest part about uh, the way that I carry my life, it's it has to do a lot with breaking, right? And, and breaking something that I learned breakdancing, I call it breaking. Um, something that the biggest thing that I learned in breaking is to always be a hundred percent you, you know, always be yourself and care about what anybody else thinks, right. So, you, you mentioned people that doubted you and all that. Pe- people can doubt. People can think whatever they want. People can... I, I had probably 50% or more people to who, that, who doubted me or in school teachers and, and things would tell me that I would never make it or never do anything with breaking, you know? And that's kind of like... It almost fueled my fire in a way. Because, yeah. okay, you, you you say that now, but just watch, you know, or, or, you know, stuff like that. So, for me, as far as whatever people think, it it, it doesn't... That, that that This is my life. I'm going to live my life to whatever, however I want to live it. You can waste your time thinking about whatever, you know, judging my lifestyle or whatever. But it's not going to make it or break it. So... Um I know I don't really pay too much attention to that. Uh, as far as the business, when I first started, um, <laughs> when I first started, I had no idea about you getting into? <laughs> I had no clue nothing. I just knew like basic marketing strategies like flyers or Facebook page, share it to everybody you know? right or uh, do like free shows and get your word out, you know yeah. stuff like that. Or, um, but as far as business side, side, I, I I didn't know anything. I didn't know how to keep track of my income. I didn't know how to keep track of of my 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 money at all. Right. Whatever you know. And you got uh, it. You're like, oh, here it is. Cool. <laughs> dude. Literally, I would I would show up. Okay. Uh, here's the thing, and it's like it was almost uncomfortable at first, like asking. For money, for something that you love—is that was that me? That was me. Sorry. I think so. Woo. I sounded in my ears. I was like all of a sudden I was like, oh, I gotta, I was like, <laughs> it's all good. I didn't have a clue. I thought my computer just freaked out on me. I forgot that my Bluetooth was connected to my. No, that's cool. It's no worries. It's just uh, like a big spike. I was like, whoa. Yeah. But um. Uh, so going back, yeah. Uh, I almost felt uncomfortable asking for money for something I 100% that I one hundred percent get that. You know, for something that I love doing. Yeah. But. Within the five years, I realized that I'm not I'm not asking for money, right. for you know I'm I'm not asking you to to, to, to give me money. I'm actually, you you you're paying me for something that I'm help that I'm that I'm doing not just for the community but for your your, your child right because it's a service. Yeah, it really is. the 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 way that I focus my business, that um I don't really like to just teach breaking. I like to teach a lifestyle. And I like to teach, like, uh, p- positive energies. I like to teach kids to be able to know who they are, be themselves without caring about anybody else. And also, like, have a goal and reach that goal. You know, like, th- that kind of, like, It's a culture lifestyle. you're creating. Yeah. So it's, you know people go out and pay for therapists people go out and pay for uh life coaches you know it's 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 similar you know there there's that need right you know there's that need so i wasn't asking that's how i felt at first was asking for money but um so that was a little bit uncomfortable yeah and you know uh,
0: and i can relate because it's like so for the hardest part when i moved to boston was we were charging um, anywhere from eighty-three to ninety-five dollars for forty-five minute training sessions. Yeah. So, and we we wouldn't do monthly contracts at the time. So I was asking a minimum of twenty-four sessions to like all the way up to a hundred. So it was like twenty two eighty, so two thousand two hundred and eighty dollars up front for twenty four sessions. Yeah. All the way up to seventy seven hundred dollars up front for training. That's crazy. And you're like, hey, here's in one hour why I'm good enough that you're gonna invest yeah. seven grand into. Yeah. And then like so you know, when you start to it, it took me months and months and months to get comfortable because then eventually you get to the point you're like, Number one, they're coming to you, you know, maybe they don't know exact pricing, but they're coming to you for a service, so they know it's gonna cost something. And then you gotta realize what area you're in and then pricing yourself accordingly and that's part of it. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're giving them a service, you know, you're giving them something of value. Um, and that's just the rates where I was at, you know, I had to disassociate coming from like, you know, Berkshire County, we're training around here, you're not charging 45 minutes for $95. So, you know, that was hard for me to get, and people willing to pay two, three grand up front. Yeah. Um, that was something I wasn't used to. So in that fact it's it's an uncomfortable situation but when you can get your mind wrapped around of like you're giving them so much value in that hour or multiple hours a week that it's well worth that and like you have to like know what you're giving them and they're paying for a service that it's it's that's the big thing and then you're you know i love what you said regarding to like you're not just teaching them how to dance which is what technically they're charging for yeah. you're trying to like create a culture create an environment um, motivate them inspire them like help develop them as like a person Correct. you know so
1: let's argue that they would even get more they're getting more than they actually asked for you you, you they're they're not yeah it's kind of like they're investing their money they're sure. not they're not they're not paying they're really investing their money into into themselves really yeah
0: yeah. So what are some things you've done with the studio? Because um, we talked about before we got on the podcast about, you know, you've traveled all over the place doing it. You know, what are some, have you done any local things? And what are some of the big things you've done? Like whether you're going to different countries and traveling around, like yeah. whether it was you or a team. What were some things that you've done um, that have been a lot of fun for you anyway? Yeah.
1: Within the, the studio. So the whole five years of my dance studio have been fun. <laughs> except for As he one, smiles. Except for one time that I got really <laughs> into. But besides that, the whole five years have been like, it's been like a roller coaster. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, but um, yeah. No, I actually, I, I try to bring back a lot of things for the community. Uh, when I first started breaking, there was no. I mean, you know, there was no breaking around. Oh yeah. There nope. was really nothing for the youth. There was nothing. Nothing positive that said, oh, hip-hop is a, a, a positive thing. Hip-hop is like, I want my kid to sign up for real hip-hop stuff. Instead of a sport, it's exactly. like a dance, right? You know? So, back then, it was not, And everybody always has, like, this judgmental thing about hip-hop. Like, I was going to say, it's a culture oh, it's thing, right? Oh, it's huge. It's, it's like... It, it. Okay, so me being a, a, a part of it, you know, I have okay i've tried to throw a lot of events and as soon as people know what the event is for they shut me down really yeah and this doesn't happen anymore because i've proven myself and and i've I've shown enough to the community that it's 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 fine now but back when i first started it was like uh no no you know or parents wouldn't when I, that was actually that's one of my biggest problems when I first started the studio was kids didn't want to sign up their kids to quote unquote break their necks.
0: Right, break your necks, and I'm sure there's like that stigma of like
1: rap, hip hop, like yeah, being violent, gangy, like clink, like all that stuff. Yeah. you know, and I'm not gonna lie, you know, hip hop does have that unfortunately in it as well. But it's like the good and evil of everybody. Sure. I I always take the positive out of everything, and that's what I teach, you know? I don't bring any negativity at all. I don't bring anything anything that's going to corrupt somebody's mindset, you know? Um, So that was one of the biggest things that I actually had to encounter for the longest time, from opening to maybe like two years ago. Sure. And... um, But yeah so i i actually try to bring a lot of things to the community to to show that to prove that so i've done a lot of uh free shows for the community i've done a lot of stuff like that um i've brought competitions so yeah i do travel a lot whether it's in uh you know in the region or outside um i do travel a lot to competitions and i bring a lot of that stuff home too because i want my students to see what i do when i travel too so i bring a lot of competitions home um i've traveled many places through just breaking i've i've gotten flown out or i fly myself out to competitions um i've gone to many countries so it's 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 like it, it it can bring you so many places and it can teach you so much from just being a dancer. You're good. No, I'm yeah. just
0: editing something. Okay. I was picking up some of the cars outside, so I just was catching it. No, you're good though.
1: But yeah, I mean, it's been it's been um it's been an awesome ride, and I've I actually enjoy every second of it, even though there is things that do. Catch me off guard or are a little tough. I'd rather be doing this than be doing something I don't like. Sure. You know, I I'd rather be having issues where I am instead of having my whole life be an issue. Yeah. Are you so?
0: Are you at a point now? And I don't know if you're comfortable saying this. Are you at a point now where you're working and doing other things on the side, or does this get you by enough right now where you can you can you know
1: consistently live right now at this point? So I actually I closed my business for a year because mm-hmm. I moved to Europe. Uh, before I moved to Europe, I was I was fine. I was living off just the business and it yeah. was perfectly fine. Uh, I actually haven't worked in a year. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> he's like, which is I mean, crazy. Yeah, I, I actually have worked. I can't say I haven't. Right. I haven't. I've worked, uh, you know, side jobs and little stuff here and there. Uh, but now that I just reopened. I do have other other jobs that I I have to till this kind of gets going again. Yeah, and um, I actually I ended up getting this job also dancing. Cool. So I might keep that as well. But yeah, yeah. No,
0: that's cool though, because I mean I wanted to tell like the tale. I don't want to be like sugarcoating things and and tell people that it's just like smooth sailing you just follow your passion and things are going to go well all the time because there's a roller coaster of it Um, but no I appreciate you being honest about that and kind of like you know what it takes now to kind of get things going again
1: oh it it took me like three and a half maybe four years fully to be able to actually Start making some kind of money out of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, it takes time because people see the like, oh, you got your own
1: place and yeah. they don't see the oh, amount of time and effort oh. that goes into it. All the time. And it's it's almost like people think that I have all this money in yeah. the world. we are loaded, bro. Like all the time <laughs> because I travel or because I have a business. And yeah. it's, it's not like that. You know, like I try, I always actually, I travel on a budget all the time. all the time no matter I could I could have my own business I could be you know have good revenue at some point but I'm not I always travel on a budget always like there's not one time where I actually maybe my honeymoon I I (laughs) splurged myself I don't blame you but that was my honeymoon right besides that I always travel on a budget you know like I can tell you about all my trips I can tell you I can tell the people where the places I've stayed you know, like it, it. It's always been on a budget, sure. and it's not me being cheap at all. It's just me wanting to travel. You know, I people are always like, "Oh my god, well, how do you get all? How do you? You have been through like all of Europe and all this on a budget." Yeah, I have. You know, like I'm not loaded. You're not staying at the five star. I'm I never. LA. No, dude. I I either stay at friends' houses or hostels. You know, there's times where I've I've had to do worse. You know, but the things that I've seen, the things that I've learned, I, it it it's like we probably appreciate things more. Yeah, I and I don't really care. You know, like sometimes I, there's been times where I, I'll I'll share a room. I, like I said, in a hostel, sharing a room with like 20 other people. I'm when I'm in London. Like, yeah. when am I gonna be in my room? Yeah, you know, I literally just go show up, sleep, and then get to see and learn and and I don't know, experience a different country. You know? Yeah. Well, so, that's... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So it's it's like that. You know, I, I I a lot of people do think that a lot of people do think that you're you're loaded. Right. And a lot of people think that you need a billion dollars to travel the world when it's not
0: well I I, I guarantee 95 five, nine. I would say 95 to 99% of people listening are not willing to they're like oh he went to London he loved it it must have been crazy well, I'm sure he had an amazing time but to like do something like that even stay in that kind of situation most people like love their comfortable situation they want mm-hmm. their the A, B, C, yeah. and D lined up but like yeah to like do have things you do you have to sacrifice different parts of it to do it
1: yeah and it, and that's the thing, um, for somebody to be, I think, and you don't have to listen to this part, you you know, you can take whatever you want, but to me, uh, uh, to become successful, you have to be uncomfortable at times, and you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Because, like, even the first step, you know, opening up the doors to a new studio, not knowing whether it's going to take, you know... Uh, take flight or not it's kind of like it's a risk and that's uncomfortable itself yeah so you just have to get comfortable with it there's going to be times in life where it's going to be like you're going to be put into uncomfortable positions when you're just like you you don't know how to get out of or whatever and you just have to get comfortable with it you have to get comfortable and the only thing that you can do from there is Take a deep breath and push forward, move forward with whatever it is.
0: No, I love that because I, if anyone knows me well, like really well, that like I literally can't stand like mediocrity. I can't stand. And when I say that, I always get this double-edged sword where I get some people that are like, what do you mean, man? Like, oh my God, like, I, I, like were you saying? Like, I'm average. Were you hating on me? And I'm like, dude, it's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying like the idea of being like this my entire life, working a nine to five, is like the most nauseating thing to me, me too. and the i and it got to a point where i made good money and um you know and i still wasn't happy you know building someone else's business me too. and i may not be a good entrepreneur this may not work out but like the, the idea of once I start feeling like this, like I don't last long at places. Like if you go back, it's like from 21 to 23, 23 to 25, 25, twenty Like every two years I'm changing jobs or changing. Yeah. I'm going to school, then associates, then degree, then no job, then another job, then another yeah. job. Because I get to a place and I feel like I'm just standing like this and I'm not growing anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I just can't stand the idea of being here. If you're truly like pumped up, if you're like, lo- if you're making 40 grand a year and you love life, yeah. I'm pumped for you. If you yeah. love working 9 to 5 and you can hang out with your kids in the evening and do it, that's pumped for you but the majority of people aren't. Yeah, And not saying everyone's an entrepreneur and wants to be a business person but like it's as simple as like the internet and stuff like now. You can make money doing anything. Anything. Like let's just say like I'm in this like flip game where I'm yeah. flipping stuff for fun. If you love football, you could just buy and sell football yeah. stuff and yeah. like make money doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can start a podcast. You can start a YouTube channel. Like mm-hmm. just talking about different things. Like mm-hmm. it, there's ways to make money or like a side hustle to do it. But um. But I love that because I think the once I get comfortable, I become like not the same person anymore. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not enjoying myself. And I just think that's the most important thing is once you start getting comfortable. It's time to change something correct And it it
1: becomes it becomes like a flat line. Yeah, like a plateau and you're just like Now what now what I mean? I'm comfortable. I was I was at this I was I used to do this job at Hillcrest Yep. and dude, I made so much money. Yeah, I was 18 I think or 19 making so much money i would work overtime yeah. like all of this and the money was good but i was not happy yeah i wasn't happy and it's it's funny because i'm pretty straightforward
0: on this so like my last year and i've told pretty much everybody this so i don't even care saying it my last year, I made eighty grand in Boston, and I was on pace to make ninety grand my last year. Yeah. And but the thing was, is I, you know, I had a lot of days that I was leeway, but I was always on the phone. I was always emailing. I didn't feel like I ever had a yeah. breather. And at the end of the day, like, it was like, am I just gonna work more hours, to make more money? Like I was making the money, save some money. Now would I take the money now and love to pay off debt and stuff? Yeah. yeah. So there's different views on it, but yeah. in general, like. I still wasn't happy, and the idea of me not taking a job and just going all in on myself—there is some risk because of my situation I'm in. But at the same time, it's like I'd rather almost ride and die by my own sword, and yeah. just like put—and it's almost like you put yourself in a situation. Even you, you're talking about is like. You have no option you have to make it work yeah correct like if you force yourself to have no plan b like you have to make it work it's almost like you're you have to do it yeah where like yeah. if you give yourself like oh if it doesn't work i can do this or this it's like it might not work yeah because, because you're, you're not all in
1: with it yeah and you're already finding an excuse you're already finding a uh, uh oh i can just do this right you know and that's the easy way out
0: you know mm-hmm. like
1: the, the 9 to 5 is almost... Okay, so here's the thing, too, because I could sit here and say the 9 to 5 is the easy way out. Which, and if you really think about it, it kind of almost is. But a lot of people are going to be like, oh, but I have kids. Right. Oh, but I have bills to pay. Oh, but I have this, you know. Okay. Okay, we can look at everybody. Everybody in life has 24 hours a day, right? Right. A 9 to 5 is 8 hours, Right. Am I right? I'm not yeah, good you're my, good. yeah, you're good. Okay. You're nine to five. Good. Okay. eight to four. Nine, nine, to, nine five. to five is eight hours. Okay, you have look at how much more hours you have. Be tw- be, you know, tw- okay, twenty four hours. Let's say you sleep eight hours a day. Right. Then you work eight hours. That's sixteen hours. Leaves you with plenty enough hours to, okay, start working on a side hustle. Right. Right. Just every day, put two hours to 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 whatever you love doing to your craft. Okay. Like if I was gonna open a business and I'm working a nine to five, a, a breaking studio, okay, I'm gonna put two hours every day this whole month to come up with a business plan, a this plan, a this plan. I'm gonna put this money away, and that's only two hours, you know. And you don't even need it that you don't even need that much time. And I'll
0: even argue that in your nine to five, I would say ninety nine percent of people aren't working eight hours during the day. At all, you everyone has most of the jobs anyway, especially around here. You have one to two hours, yeah. you know, at least a day where you're bullshitting yeah, exactly. and you could totally do work there. Exactly. You know, like there's always more time than you expect if the question is, is how bad do you want it? And yeah. are you willing to put into work to do it? Because you know, everyone has different responsibilities mm-hmm. and things, you know, and that's where like the longer you wait, the more responsibilities you
1: have, the you, less yeah. risk you're going to be able to take. Yeah. So, and, so it's going to be a big thing like that. So, you know, like, let's say. You you took all this time in one month, two hours every day, whatever that is. I'm not good at quick math. It's all good. So you know you have all this time that you've already invested. Okay. So now what what can you do with all this? You already have a goal. You already have your money put aside. You already have all this. Okay. I'm just gonna go go for it. You know, like right. for me it would be opening a dance studio. I'm gonna I'm gonna drive around look for an empty locations. Okay, I'll call everybody that I can. Okay, I still have a nine to five, so uh, I'm working tomorrow till three p.m. or four p.m. Can you meet me at five p.m.? Okay, boom, five p.m. You meet somebody. This works. Okay, uh, let's. How can we work out a lease? If you ever rented an apartment, which everybody who works at nine to five most likely has rented an apartment, knows about a lease. Right. It's the same kind of. Is is, it's a little different maybe, but it's it's a lease. You know, everybody knows how to work out a lease. Everybody knows how to read and and sign something. Right. So you you come in, you figure it out, and you sign a lease, right? Now you have a spot open, but you still have your nine-to-five. Okay. For, let's say, I have to, because now I'm paying for rent here. That's another, uh, you could say that's another uh, responsibility, but if you if I've done my job right, I know that I can teach after school, obviously, because I target kids. So if I work nine or, 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 or whatever, I get out of work at four o'clock, right? Nine to five, four o'clock, whatever. It's all good. Yeah, you're working eight to four today. Eight to four, right? I work a <laughs> eight to four job. You know, I get out at four o'clock. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start teaching just classes from five to seven thirty p.m every day I am mean, I already created a schedule because that's what I did the last month right so I'm just pushing all my information out I'm crea- I that last month I also created a Facebook page so I'm putting everything out I already shared it with everybody I can I, I have money aside right whether it covered the rent or whatever I could maybe promote my, my myself or I could whatever my business is already running kids are walking through the door I'm making some money sure right that's all it takes, you know. Then you work a few months. You're still your eight nine to five eight to four. You work a few months that, and your business. You should be able to if you're doing it right and you're really committed. You would already have your business running where you can just leave your nine to five.
0: Yeah. And, and a lot of that comes down to is what kind of lifestyle are you willing to live you know exactly. if you have a family and stuff then I understand there's certain things you're obligated to do maybe it takes longer to build that job up mm-hmm. but like you're in your early 20s like you're coming out of college or maybe you're not going to college Are you willing to drive a junker car, pay fifteen hundred bucks, two grand to do? Are you willing to live with two, three buddies, Mm -hmm. and you pay two, three hundred bucks a month for rent? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to, you know, cut back on expenses, going out drinking, partying? Like, what are you willing to cut out? To your monthly expenses are low enough where you can go all in and and live a minimalist lifestyle. You know, compared to you know even my situation right now, I'm a little bit my my because of loans and like I put myself in a situation where. You know, if I could cut my, I could almost do this, you know, in a short period of time, full time, if I cut my expenses in half, but I can't because i already locked myself into. Yeah. So like my biggest advice is like, you need to let your ego go if you're in your early twenties and yeah. you know, or whatever age you are, you know, where you don't have a lot of responsibility, mm-hmm. suck it up, drive a junker, live in a yeah. apartment with some buddies and cut your expenses to the minimalist amount um, and stop wasting money on dumb things. And, yeah. Cause, because at the end of the day, you know, if you have to have, th- if you need three grand a month, like to yeah. get by, it's going to take you a while to make that. That's you know, but if yeah. you need like thousand, twelve hundred bucks, but you know, like yeah. now all of a sudden you could do your business for a living and put all your energy into yeah. it instead of a side hustle.
1: You know, I, I even when I own my business for the first first four years, first actually no, for the whole time. I recently just bought a car because I needed, I needed a car. Sure, but for the first five years of my business i I drove beaters yeah i drove beaters i and it's like it doesn't really matter because now instead of me putting money towards a car i'm putting money towards flights to europe flights to whatever you know and i think that's the big
0: part is like but like instagram facebook social media like societal norms like you know you see everyone living the glamorous life so you buy a bunch of dumb shit yeah because you're trying to live up to an expectation which you're not even like why do you buy a bmw it's a cool car sure mm-hmm. but like are you buying it because of the view of what people will see you as or yeah. are you actually love the car paying 600 bucks a month exactly you know it's, that's a, yeah. is a, you have to weigh out like actually think about why you're doing yeah. things um so a couple more questions and then we'll finish it up but i wanted to touch base on a little bit is um, you talked about in the past getting injured, different things like that. Um, obviously, there's you know overcoming all that, and there's a mindset to that. So you know what are some you know you know how do you when you get hurt and have a setback still moving forward, and then also you know I want to talk a little about fitness and like how that maybe has helped you a little bit, whether it's getting stronger, the nutrition, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind talking a little about that. Yeah.
1: No. So actually, um, everything I do, it's almost like that that lifestyle like that fitness lifestyle because um i consider myself an athlete and i have to if i don't eat correctly my okay so I'll, I'll just start from the beginning you have to i i stretch every day i work out every day like as much as i can because if i don't take care of my body physical wise i'm, I'm just gonna fall apart doing what i do uh nutrition wise same thing when uh, um, when you work out, right? <laughs> you got a fan. You got a fan. <laughs> I know. So, uh, you know, when you work out, nutrition is the biggest thing, right? To be able to, to sustain your muscle, to, to be able to uh, get the gains, the goals that you want, and be able to feel great, right? Like, uh, nutrition pays play plays maybe ninety percent of, of Oh
0: it's everything. Whether you're building muscle, whether yeah. you're losing weight, whatever it may be, like feeling yeah. good, it's, it's it's the it's the end and
1: it's the end all be all. It is the same thing with breaking because like okay, so I stretch every day and I work out every day, right? But I could do that and what if I ate Burger King every day? Right, you're gonna feel like, like shit. I'm gonna feel like shit and my body's not gonna get all the all the proteins, all like the the proper. Like nutrients, uh, the, nut- all exactly. those things, yeah. To, for, for my body to, to, okay, if I stretch every day, but if I'm eating this garbage, I'm not going to be as flexible as I could be, right? And so on with the strength. Um, so, yeah, I try to keep the my lifestyle as, as healthy as possible. Um, I try to drink water as much as I can. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a big thing. And it also keeps my, my head clear, you know? Um, when when you eat a lot of garbage food, it almost like affects your moods. It almost it, it affects the way that you're you you really like take things in. You know, uh, uh, so, I know what you're saying. Yeah, though. yeah. So it, it, it helps you out, but um, yeah. I actually got this really really bad injury. I, I hurt my spine. Yep. And um, I was actually a herniated
0: from, disc, or
1: yeah. Okay. And um, I did it because I wasn't being Healthy, Right. I wasn't... Got tight. I, I wasn't stretching. I wasn't uh, uh, working out. I wasn't taking care of my body. And I, with the stuff that I'm doing, I have to do that. Um, so I hurt my spine pretty bad. I was out for eight months, nine months. I, I actually almost had to close the studio for that reason. Um, but I... It took me a while to bounce back, you know. It, it almost puts you into like this place where you're in depression. Actually, no, it puts you into this depression place, and you can't, you can't dance. You can't do. Or me. I, me, I, couldn't dance. I couldn't do what I wanted to do in in my everyday basis. But um, I don't know. I think it's just that the mindset, it was my ambition. Yeah, I, I always, I want to. I know what I want to do in my life and I know what I want to be and I know that if I just stay in this mood and depression and and just like I I took a whole year off I'm not gonna be able to be better anymore like I just lost everything that I worked for it's it's got it if you keep that negativity up you you that's it that's the end of you even the business side of it too you took a year off that so it's like you
0: know, it's easy to come back in and be like, oh, God, I gave up everything. It's not going to work. Exactly. Oh
1: my God. Actually, they both go together. You know, I. Okay, I, I set my mind to be better than I was before my, my spine injury by working out every day, stretching every day, eating healthy, and really taking care of my body. And I am. I'm way better than I was before my spine injury. Sure. I'm a thousand times better as a dancer and as a person, I think, than before my spine injury right I still feel it but it, it doesn't stop me and it hasn't stopped me at all cool and it's the same thing with the business I closed for a year went to Europe moved back it did it, I mean it is taking me a, a little bit to get started uh, but it, it's just gonna be better now it's gonna be better because I, I've, I've I already did it for five years I know that the, the, the good and the bad out of it and I yeah, I, yeah, and again, if if anything bad comes my way, again, I have to get comfortable with with being uncomfortable, so I can push forward. You know?
0: Yeah, no, I get it. So, um, before I ask my last question, where can um people reach out to you, see you, find you, um on social media or wherever it may be?
1: <clears throat> yeah, so uh, my you can find me on Facebook. Uh, my personal Facebook is Andres A N D R E S Ramirez. Uh, maybe you can tag it or something. Yeah, yeah. I'll put it in the yeah. I'll put it in the box. So you can get that. Yeah, because I know it's a little weird to spell. Sure. Uh, on the you can find it on Facebook also for the Funk Box Dance Studio. Um, and you can give us a like there too. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, and then on Instagram you can find me under Andres. My name underscore Funky Little Beast. Cool. Yeah. All right, cool, man. So the last question I have, I like to end it with,
0: is kind of, um, do you have any other questions? Anything off the top of your head? Um. No, no? Okay. So the last question I have is um, if you had to give advice, because I have a lot of people that come or listen just for the mindset side of it too, but if you have someone that's on the verge of debating what they want to do, um, whether it's starting their own business, starting, the, you know, keeping their job, maybe they're not happy in the situation they're in, um, career-wise, um, what is a piece of advice that you could give them that may, um, you know, help them make the right decision or maybe impact their life in some type of way? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. Um, I think my biggest advice is figure out what you want to do, where you want to be, where you see yourself, and without fear go towards that goal go, go, go towards it no fear really like um block fear out of your your mind your mindset out of your like it doesn't even exist that's like the biggest thing that i i, I could say and you'll see like you you just keep pushing forward it'll be uncomfortable but you will be successful and you'll be able to find happiness with whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish or be sure Tool, I love that man all right cool well cool. thank you I appreciate Thanks, it now,
0: man um, if anyone wants to get in touch with him I'll link um, his Instagram for him and his personal page uh Funkbox studio Facebook everything in the description box uh, if you have any questions feel free to reach out direct message me on this Facebook YouTube however you want to reach out um, and again Appreciate you coming on, man, Thank and you for um, having me. no problem. And we'll uh, we'll see you guys next time.